short, bald, half chemoed, radiated, surgically repaired male figure skater of unknown <laughs> ethnic origin <laughs> seeks long walks and shared us on my hobby of collecting life threatening illnesses. Welcome to Beyond Speaking with Brian Lord. This is not a race. This is war. And I'm like, I want to suck the marrow out of every possible moment. That was a million, over a million dollars lost. A podcast featuring deeper conversations with the world's top speakers. I'm Brian Lord, and on the show today, we have figure skating legend Scott Hamilton as he shares how to train our minds for optimism, the consequences of being the best in the world, and the importance of showing up every day. So today's interview is what we like to call a classic interview, which means we're like, holy cow, we have a Scott Hamilton interview. The Olympics are coming around. Scott's going to be in Korea, South Korea, for five weeks doing this. We should put this out there. It also means that Eric, is, Eric our producer, is claiming that he's not responsible for the audio on this one. He's an audio purist, and apparently this is not the best audio. But I think it's great because Scott Hamilton's talking, and I'm not asking very many questions. I'm just letting him roll with it here. So Scott, if you don't know Scott Hamilton, is one of the nicest people on earth. Like, he comes across that way. He actually is that. Uh, Scott actually lives not too far away from the Beyond Speaking Podcast studio. So you'll go to Costco and you're getting gas and Scott's like, hey, how are you doing? He, like, he's one of the nicest people you'll ever meet, which why, which is why it really surprised me when he's, he's telling me, my friends find me repulsive. I'm like, Scott, what in the world could your friends possibly find repulsive about you? Uh, I'll- well, I can. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your speech, so I'm. No, I know it's my optimism. It's like <laughs> it, I have a really good friend who he will not take me seriously because he says you can find good in anything, anything. So, no, I, I'm not. You know, no, I, I'm going to bring you to to the dark side a little bit. It's like no, not a chance. I, I I've come by this honestly, and I'm going to stay with it. And and I've really found that even in the harshest of uh, experiences that the optimism and, and really finding the silver lining and looking for it and training my mind to look for it um, has been something that's brought me through some pretty rough patches. How do you train your mind to do that? Uh, you know, I, and I, I, I say this in a lot of my talks, you know, it, if you had to write a personal ad and be completely honest uh-huh. and, and you couldn't, you know, honest, <laughs> uh, yeah, mine would read uh, short, bald, half chemoed, radiated, surgically repaired, male figure skater of unknown <laughs> ethnic origin, seeks fertile, um, for long, long walks and a share, um, a share to some of my hobby of collecting life-threatening illnesses. Um, so it's, you know, you're, you just find it, you know, you find that life's going to throw a lot of things in front of you and, and uh, you just sort of train yourself to survive and, and look for the, the best thing you can possibly, you know, it's kind of like a little uh, lifesaver in the water, you know, you gotta find something to hang on to. And, and for me throughout, it's, you know, it's been many different things, but uh, it's kind of culminated to where I am now, um, of having survived um, three pretty huge things and, and uh, you know, having a young family and, and uh, an incredible wife. It's just, now I, I count my blessings in different ways. One of the things that that you are able to achieve that's that's pretty unique is, is becoming the best in the world of what you do. And a lot of corporations, you know, have reached that pinnacle, but it's very, very difficult to, t- to stay on top. And you talk about 
what you did. What what are some of the things that you were able to do because you had all these people coming to try to, to take your spot there? What did you do? Well, whenever you're in a competitive sport, um, and especially an Olympic sport, uh, you know, it is. It's like people just, you know, pulling each other down to kind of get to that next level. And, and I really uh, was fortunate that early in my career I failed a lot. You know, I was really uh, the last guy, the last guy. And I, I really understood how it felt to not win. And then when I got a taste of, you know, what it took to be more successful, uh, that, that's, that's, oh <laughs> man, you try giving up coffee. I mean, that, that's one, <laughs> that's, you know, it, I, it was easier to go to work every day. It was easier to put the extra hour in. It was easier to do a run through, even if I felt lousy, if I was coming off a flu or a bug or I couldn't breathe or whatever, I, I still would force myself to go through it because all those pieces of the puzzle really um, are necessary for it to show up on that one time. I was talking to somebody about it the other day that, you know, you work your entire competitive career for four and a half minutes. <laughs> you know, you, you think of the hours you spend on the ice, six hours a day, you know, 350 days a year, you're on the ice working, working, working for four and a half minutes. And in that four and a half minutes, um, you really are depending on your training and your preparation for it to show up at the most important time because, um, by the way, that's probably the only time you're going to get a chance to this. And if there was a second try, it doesn't happen for another four years, so that's four to six hours a day, 350 days a year, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, it, you know, it's a pretty pressure-packed um, situation, but preparation's everything, and um, technique really plays a huge part in all of that. And, and a, a lot of it is just putting yourself into solid habits of uh, – of making sure that everything is in the right place for that moment that that really defines everything. Now you've mentioned that you've overcome three really difficult things for yourself. You've had numerous times where you're going through so many trials uh, personally but also in the sports world failing a lot. How do you get rid of excuses? Ah, well my coach would always tell me that um, there's no, uh, you know, never give an excuse offer reasons <laughs> but over time reasons become excuses so really you just try to eliminate uh, and, and skating is a, as a sport like like most industries where your greatest strength is a lack of weakness and you try to eliminate all those things that can defeat you and bring you down you try to if, if you're not a, a very good spinner you, you, you spin until you, you know, you're ready to, you can't eat for the rest of the day. <laughs> if it's, you know, if it comes down to endurance, you just, you know, work your body until it, it can get through that long program twice in a row without missing. If it's about consistency, you just, it's muscle memory. You just train your body, train your body until it's, it knows exactly what it's doing. And then when it comes time to, you know, deliver the goods, you know, there's, there's that part of the preparation that really is um, just training your mind to kind of allow your body to do its job. So, so many of those things are, are uh, you know, applicable to, to many different types of um, life situations, work situations. And, you know, so much of it is showing up. You know, you, you just come to work every day. And, and, and you know, it, it's amazing what that commitment does. You know, because most any time that I've noticed great success, it's come out of, you know, not um, you know, being biologically perfect or the, it, it just comes down to uh, commitment and repetition. And then, you know, I mean, you learn to walk. Yeah. How tough is that now? You know? <laughs> but it is, it's about commitment and, and repetition. It's not about hard work, discipline, uh, dedication, all these things that kind of make me go a little bit like this. You know, <laughs> it's just about 
really just showing up every day and, and really putting the time in and being a little bit better tomorrow than you were this morning. You may get this from, from people, from what they say after, uh, after you speak, but what are some of the, the tools and takeaways people have after you're finished with the program? I didn't know you were that short. Some of that. No. Um, you know, a lot of it is um, that I had no idea. You know, because, you know, when you, when, when someone has the run I did, and I didn't lose a competition for four years, mm. you know, it's four world championships, it's Olympic gold medal, it's four national, all that, they think, wow, that's really a blessed life, you know, but what went into that, um, you know, it, there was a great deal of, uh, you know, suffering that went, that went into those four years. You know, I had mm. to be able to, find a way to get there. So a lot of people, when they walk away from one of the talks, you know, I, I, I'm not there to depress anybody, but I'm, I'm just really uh, trying to establish the position that, you know, you rise above. We all have things that bring us down. We all have, you know, times that we've failed. We all have relationships that have been strained. Um, we've all had these life situations that, you know, you can rise above. And, uh, a lot of people don't know, you know, the most important parts of what has allowed me to have the success that I've had. And most of it came out of, um, you know, low points, really low points. But, you know, I, I look back on those now and, and I realize how important they were to um, establishing, you know, the ability for me to do what I do here. Thank you for joining us for the Beyond Speaking Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen. To learn more, go to beyondspeak.com because adding the ING was too expensive. For this episode of the Beyond Speaking Podcast, your technical director, producer, and head Steelers fan was Eric Woody. Your creative director and part-time leprechaun was Travis Franklin. Brian Lord, your host, executive producer, and specialist in speaking about himself in the third person. Additional thanks to special consultant and the pride of St. Paul, Lauren D. of Dean Associates. Thank you to the incredible voice talents of the muy profundo Robert Borges. Finally, thanks to the premier founder, Dwayne Ward, CEO Sean Hanks, and CIO Chris Yount, simply because you need to thank powerful people. If you've listened this far, you clearly have nothing better to do, so why not continue on and listen to the next Beyond Speaking podcast.